What's up, A to Z Sports? SEC Media Day coverage continues here from Hoover, Alabama, wrapping things up this week with the great conversation I had with the newest member of the zone and the 3HL crew, Ron Slay, former Vols basketball great, taking it his first Media Days event, not as a player, but as a media member. And we had a good conversation with Slay about how he can use his uh, experience as an athlete when talking to some of these SEC football players in Hoover this week, disarming them, getting them comfortable, having really good conversations that 3HL had all week on 104.5 The Zone. So it was good to get to talk to Ron uh, after he had had a couple of days of SEC media days under his belt. And really good to hang out with Ron for the first time for me outside of work. Had some fun with those guys in Hoover. But definitely want you guys to enjoy this conversation with Ron Slay. We talk about the Vols. Uh, I asked him how can he define success for Josh Heupel and the Vols in this first season under Josh Heupel. So we'll get to the Ron Say conversation, but first, got to thank our sponsor again for making all of our SEC Media Days coverage happen. That will be the Nashville Sports Council and the Music City Grand Prix. They need volunteers. It's as simple as that. There's a lot of uh, spots still open for this big event that's coming to Nashville August 6th through the 8th with IndyCar drivers going straight through our city downtown. It's a really cool event. You can be a part of it. Help out, volunteer, have some fun with it. When it comes to the Music City Grand Prix, simply go to NashvilleSports.com for more information about how to be a part of the event. That's NashvilleSports.com. The deadline to register as a volunteer is August 2nd. They've got multiple slots across multiple days available for you guys to be a part of the Music City Grand Prix. Now on to our conversation with Ron Slay. here in Hoover, Alabama. Austin Stanley sitting down with Ron Slay. Yes. 3HL, the Boom Boom Room traveled down here to Hoover. Yeah. You had the Sprinter van and everything. Yeah, we're rolling. We came, th- we came through in style. Thanks to Ramon. <laughs> what was uh, your first Media Days experience as a media member? We kind of talked yeah. some about your days as yeah. a basketball player going through the media ringer, but what was this like for you on the other side? Totally different, man. Totally different. We're going to have Commissioner Sankey on a little later on our show, and um, I'm going to ask him immediately, man, like, why do you guys – um, short basketball. Like I, 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 I went in here. This is a whole production, man. It's like different, dude. So to see all the media outlets, man, and and see how everything is orchestrated, man. This and, and the time schedule is on. As a player, you don't know nothing about that. You just think you're going in. It's all about you. But it's a schedule that these people are on, and they keep it. So it's interesting, man. And and they said that usually it's a lot more people, you know. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah this, this time I guess I came at a, a great time and. It's spaced out, and you ain't really got to worry about people getting in your way, so you, it's kind of easier to grab people. So I've had a fun experience, man, and I, and I love putting people in the boom-boom room, so great time. Who's had the best – you guys have talked to a lot of players, yeah. coaches. I mean, yep. Basically, anybody who's come through has had time yeah. to sit down with you. Who has had the best boom-boom room oh. performance out of all the coaches? I, I heard a little bit of Hypel. Yeah, and he Hypel, did a pretty good job. Yeah, Hypel was good. And um, I know you guys just recorded with Clark Lee too. Yes, yes, Clark was good. Coach O was good. Um, golly, man, I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna be the players. All the players were good, man. They all opened up. All were relaxed. Um, even the ones that were reserved, like Stingley, he was a little reserved at first, but once he got in the boom boom room, he opened up and started talking. But I'm gonna have to go with Clark Lee, man. Clark Lee was. And plus, I know him a little bit, you know, especially I haven't seen him since, you know, high school, us yeah. growing up and together and everything. But 
he was real impressive. And he answered questions. You know, um, I don't know about his NBA team beating our Pearl Cone team, but, you know <laughs> what I mean, I, I'm, I'm a roll with it. But he was, he was pretty good, man, because he was talking about things that I really, really knew about, you know what I mean, and took it back, talking about the cooker on West End, the old restaurant that people used to love to go to. So he, he probably hit it off. Coach Orgeron was really good, too. He said he was going to take me to his mom's house, so. That was really good. Did he give you like a menu idea of what he mom said? Was? Whatever she's cooking, you know, whatever, she, and I can't even do his voice, but whatever she's cooking. So yeah. yeah. As a former player, uh, how what have you seen from these guys that have come through as players? They've got their nice suits on, yeah. they look great. Yeah. Going through all the different interviews, I and mean, you've been in those shoes before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, how what did you see from them, and how did you relate? I see, um, I see a swagger, man, um, and it's good to see. You know, um, a lot of people don't understand what it means to um, get picked for SEC Media Day, and I think these guys do. You know, they a lot of them look at it like they really love uh, representing their school. I saw that from the Tennessee players. All of them are well-spoken. All of them are dressed really good, you know, um, I guess that, that extra podium and all that stuff is kicking in because we couldn't dress all the way like that. You know, sometimes we came in sweats. I made sure to come in a suit, though, so I, that's that's good to see. But um, when you see them walking in, man, I, I, I like to use it as a barometer to see where the other guys were. You know, when I came in, I know I came in with Keith Bogans, and I used to, you know, when I when I gave him five and hugged and gave him some love, I used to always – Try to see if you've been lifting weights a little bit, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you're looking for any edge, you know what I mean, to let them know I've been working in the summer, I'm ready to get after it. But these guys, man, they, they look like they're, they're focused. I think a lot of them are guarded, um, which I guess the coaches tell them, you know what I mean, what they got to answer. But the ones that don't, like you saw that with Alante Velas, uh, you saw those guys answering questions really from the heart, you know what I mean? And that's good to see. So, um I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by the guys. Do you think you discard players because of your former athlete? Do you have that effect? Can you tell? Yeah. And I think, talking to Brent and Don about yeah. their experience too? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, and a lot of it is just relating to letting them know. Uh, well, Brent always and Don always lets them know, like, he's a former player, this, that, and the other. But, you know, once you start to have the conversation and you ask the questions and kind of tailor it to the way a player would want to be asked, they're kind of like, oh, man, dude, might be cool. So mm-hmm. they let their guard down. And then I let Babs and Don – I mean, Babs and uh, Brent go in for the attack, you know what I mean, once I disarm them. But it, it's cool, man. And you also want to walk that line. Of, of not putting them in a bad spot or anything, you know, but kind of asking the question and let them take off with it, you know, open-ended questions. So um, all of them receive it well, and I think, you know, from the handshake, you know, they pretty much know, oh, no, this is not just a normal media guy. Yeah, you know this what I mean? This is so, just a regular yeah, exactly. radio dude from whatever market <laughs> exactly. on the so, next table. Yeah, I, I kind of use that, man. Use that to my, 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 my um, advantage, you know. For sure. Ron Slay sitting here with me at SEC Media Days. What did you think of Josh Heupel? Because you guys got him for a solid 20-plus right. minutes. Right. And I was up there in the big room with him, and I, yeah. I think he did okay. He's a quick talker. Yep. He'll talk fast and just right. flow from one point to the next. So how was he with you? You know what? Looking at it, I got to meet him um, during the spring game, orange-white game, and he was real cool and laid back when we were all just standing around talking. And I was telling Brent and um, Don, like, when he comes down here, hopefully he's in that mode, then not at the podium speaking. Yeah. You know, sometimes, like you said, he starts talking quick and everything, but when you see him kind of slump down a little bit, he's going in relax mode, you know what I mean? And that's what we got to see. You know, we got we, – that's, that's what made the interview great. You know, you kind of – like you said, disarm him, you know, in a sense, you know, um, 
he knowing me and we met before, knowing his volunteers, you know what I mean? And we're, we're not trying to paint him in a bad light, but at the same time, we got to ask questions. And I think he understands that. It's just the way you let him elaborate on the, the answer, mm -hmm. I think, is what makes him feel comfortable. And I think that's what we got out of him. So uh, he gave us exactly what I expected to give him. Um, I didn't know it was going to happen that quick. And for that long, you know, usually they're trying to get in and out eight right. to ten minutes and they're gone. But he, he was comfortable. He was comfortable. And he was talking our language. So it was, it was a good interview. Do you think he's relatable to players? Without because question. Because it feels like, and this was a big talk all mm -hmm. week, is like his personality. Yep. And Vellis even said that you know, he can't wait to go to war for that guy right. this fall, which I thought was a killer quote. Yep. Like, what, what about him do you think – allows players to relate to get on his level where they're going and having fun playing kickball yeah. or top golf or yeah. whatever they're doing this offseason. I think it's exactly what you said, um, disarming. Um, as players look at him and some coaches walk in, like Nick Saban has, Coach Saban has a long tenure at Alabama and a long coaching resume and won championships. So he has to carry himself differently as a head coach. He has to be such a like a manager of things and let every delegate other spots. Coach Hyper is the guy that's coming right in, you know, new to it, you know, in, in a sense as far as being SEC head coach, new to it. And these players needed somebody they could relate to. Pruitt was a guy coming from Coach Saban who was more straightforward, this, that, and the other. Yes, Didn't sir. build, yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. Didn't build relationships. And I think Hyper is a guy that's building relationships with these guys, and that's going a long way with this generation of kids. Like, you see the older guys, if you take basketball, for example, Coach K, Coach Roy Williams, they're, they're not run out the game, but in a sense they have to step away because that gap is so big from that generation of kids, you know. So you got to be able to relate to these kids, and Hypo can relate to these kids. Like, who's playing baseball and uh, laser tag and kickball and dodgeball and things of that nature? Like, he's still out there active and doing it, yeah. even if he's – not super active, like built like me a little bit, but well, now, yeah, I mean, now you guys yeah. both you know, exactly plus Same, years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but you see that competitive edge, man, and that's what them kids want to lean on. That's yeah. what they want to talk about, and he relates to them. And I think it's more than just football. You know, it's, it's building their relationships. You can come in my office anytime, and we can really have a conversation. At this point, he hasn't. He doesn't have the championships and things of that nature, so he's not that busy as far as having to take care of all the outside distractions right. and everything. So he can really focus on the essence of football and relationships, and that's what you're getting out of him. Can that translate into success on the field in the fall? Yeah, yeah, but no, I don't know if it'll be that quick. I no, think you'll see, yeah. This year's different. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but I, I think you see the details in it. Um, um, outside of, like, uh, Velas, for example, he's a guy that's a receiver. He catches balls. Outside of catching balls, what else do you bring to the team? blocking you know what I mean he wants to show that he's a blocker so yeah I think making guys know that it's bigger than just football and bigger than just your skill position or whatever you're asked to do go outside the box and do a little bit more and I think that right there that breeds success so all these guys once they grasp that it's gonna be a problem in order like how would you label 2021 to be a success for Hypel. Like, what would you like see to say? Okay, that fits. Yeah, that that makes me feel comfortable that this thing's moving the right direction. Guys fighting to the end. Um, seeing what you put out there. Seeing guys emotionally um, attached to the wins and the losses. You know, not letting it distract them from the next game. But when they lose, like, God, like man, we lost. You know what I mean? Make them feel it. Not. 
all right, man, we, what are we going out to eat that? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, make them care about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's what you're getting because Hypo really cares about it. You know what I mean? Wins and losses. So success would look like um, kids um, getting back to work. You know, not – you don't see the guys um, going out and, you know, after a 38-point loss, they're on the strip getting in trouble and this. And no, man, they're in the room watching film because they're trying to get back to work and do what we got to do to get better for the next week. And I think that's what you see out of this coaching staff, and that's what you will soon see out of the players. So a successful season is that. It's going to be hard to see from the people on the outside looking in, but us, it's up, it's up to us as media to paint the picture for them since we have an inside ear a little bit yeah. to know what it's like and what the rumblings are like. And you don't hear all those rumors as far as, man, this coach ain't getting along with Pruitt. And you don't want to hear none of that. If you don't hear any of that and it's just a steady course, yeah, it's going to be bumps in the road from wins and losses, but – Steady course of everybody preaching the same thing, going the same direction, that's a successful season. If there's a bowl ban, how much harder does it make it to care in November? Yeah. Maybe you've lost three in a yeah. row. Yeah. You just get waxed by Bama. Right. That's probably going right. to happen. Right. Does that make it harder to stick to that? I think it does, but I think right now in the beginning, they're painting the picture for the years to come. You know, being the foundation, it's almost similar to when Coach Barnes came in. Listen, man, we're trying to get a foundation laid, you know. So once we're three years in and we're able to start winning games and now we can go get the big-time recruit and those people that were there in the front of the, the forefront of the foundation being laid for Hypo, they can look back and be like, hey, man, we set the standard right there. And the reason they're excelling is because of what we laid down. So that, that right there, we won't be able to see the success right away. Will they hold on to it? Yes, they'll keep fighting through November and through December, even if it's a bold man, but – you know what I mean? It's something bigger. It's something bigger than them. You know, and that, that's what you can always come back to. The fans will appreciate it. Coaching staff will never forget it. Training staff, anything. Anybody associated with the program will never forget that. There's a couple minutes left. I know you guys are recording another interview for your show later mm-hmm. on, on the Wednesday show on 3HL. You've had, a, what, a couple months yeah. now with 3HL, five yeah. days a week, getting yeah. after the grind. Yeah. It's been the hardest time of the year to do that. Yes. Because, you, I mean, you didn't come in like, ah, oh, September football, right? right? Games. It was right. just, college yeah. baseball was fun right. because of what the Vols did. Right. The NBA drew out till mid-July, which mm-hmm. is awesome too, mm-hmm. right? Yep. How excited are you for being a part of 3HL three hours a day, five days a week for what – the Titans might look like yep. and feel like yep. what the Vols are going through for this being your your career. This I love it, thing, man. man. I love it. Like, um, it, it's been set up really well. Um, I give a shout-out to Paul and Allison every time. I give a, a shout-out for Ramon for even mentioning my name to be brought up to take a look at me and then given the opportunity to come in and work with everybody across the station, Buck, um, uh, Jay Mart, um, um, Blaine and Mickey, and on up to Brent and Dawn, you know, and then being teamed with them, dude, it's like we're running a three-man weave. It's showtime <laughs> every single time. Like, Brent does a tremendous job at, at, at um, holding us down, man, and being the maestro to the show. Babs, she plays it perfectly, you know what I mean? She, it's, it's how everybody has a role to play yeah, yeah. for the success of it, man. So they make it, they make it so easy. And then the people behind the scenes, you know what I mean, like Red B., John Schaefer, um, Joe Hunk, Lucas Panzeca, all those guys, man, like everybody you can reach out to, everybody you can contact. Um, even Mike Keith, voice the Devot, man, like he makes it easy. So when those people respond, like 
you feel the love, you know what I mean? And it's not something that you look at as a job. It's looking like something that you want to come in and do. Like, we're just talking sports. Like, I would do this regardless, you know what I mean? But You were probably yeah, doing this exactly. anyway. Now like, you just have a microphone. Yeah, there you go. I was just doing it with my friends. But now I, I get to do it, man, and use my, my platform for something greater than um, just talking sports at times. But I love it, man, to be out there, to bring my own um, insightfulness as a player to the, to the experience that we got at 3HL. It's great, and then for them to toss it up to me like that and let me be me, that's the biggest thing. I get to be me like nothing is sugar-coated. I'm, you know this. I'm, I'm the same on and off as it is, you know, so it's, it's fun, man, and I love it, man. And then with the Titans acquiring Julio, like putting, oh, uh, putting the spotlight, the national spotlight on the dude, like I know this is the dead period and this is fun, but looking ahead, I can't wait. I can't wait, man, for we got something good with the Vols going on. We got something good with the Titans going on. I'm all in. I'm all in. Two years from now, this event's in our town. Yes. And I, Can't wait. I, I'm thinking, I'm like, I think I just need a hotel room anyway. Yeah. For what? I mean, <laughs> yeah. unless you're going to be picking, swinging by my house right. in the Sprinter too to go down. <laughs> right. I don't know what. But that's going to be nuts, man. <laughs> no, it you is. Know, we had a lot of fun here in Hoover. Yeah, without question. Now, we're going to have to do a, a sponsored dinner or something, man. Like, when we get everybody together, man, that's, that's going to be fun in Nashville. Ron, thanks a bunch, man. And uh, it's been great listening to you jumping Appreciate in with 3HL. And it's going to be a big football season to come. Appreciate the time. No doubt, man. Appreciate it.